I'd like to talk to you today about a news story which at first seems to offer promise. More than 1,000 people formed a ring of peace Saturday outside of Oslo's main synagogue at the initiative of a group of young Muslims. Well, the problem starts with the headline itself. There were 50 Muslims who showed up, and there weren't 1,000 people there altogether at all. So the crowd wasn't large. Now, that's not the Muslims' fault. But some things they said simply are not true, even though they offer promise. First off, they want to show that Islam is about love and unity. Well, it sounds very nice. As a matter of fact, what well, could sound nicer, but the problem is, is Islam is not about unity. Islam is about dividing the world into the believer and the kafir. And the kafir isn't loved. Allah hates kafirs. Quran says so. Muslims are commanded to hate kafirs. So kafirs are not loved, and they're part of the disunity of the world according to Islam. We want to demonstrate that Jews and Muslims do not hate each other. Well, that may be, but it has nothing to do with the fact that the doctrine of Islam is filled with Jew hatred. As a matter of fact, when Muhammad moved to Medina, it was about half Jewish with three tribes. About three years later, they were all gone. The Jews were murdered and exiled and enslaved. So Muhammad didn't like Jews at all. And as a matter of fact, a large percentage of the Quran written in Medina is filled with Jew hatred. So Muslims may not hate the Jews, but Islam does. We want to, we do not want individuals to define what Islam is for the rest of us. Well, these individuals they're referring to are jihadists, in particular, probably the jihadists that killed some Jews the week before. You see, here's the deal. No one defines what Islam is. Muhammad and Allah define what Islam is. This is not some convention where they can all vote on the constitution of Islam and change anything. Islam is predefined by Allah in the Quran and Muhammad in the Sunnah. There are many more peacemongers than warmongers. True, perhaps, but so what? Let me give you an example of the United States. During the Second World War, the United States was at war in the Pacific and Europe. We were totally at war. And yet only 10% of America was involved in the military. One in 10. So there were more people not at war than at war and yet we were fully at war. This is the reason that jihad is not an individual obligation. It's just that the Ummah, the group, the community of Muslims, has to furnish all the jihad that's needed, but it's not an individual obligation. Now, what this article seems to promise is like, oh, there's nice, peaceful young Muslims. They're going to form a nice, peaceful Islam, so we can ignore all of these evil things that we hear with jihad and relax, because the young amongst Muslims are going to create a wonderful it's interesting, but in general, when you watch the immigration patterns in Europe, the native Muslims, the ones who are born there, the longer they've been there, the more violent they become and the more extreme they become. So there are changes happening within Islam, but they're going in the wrong direction. And again, Muslims don't vote on what Islam is. Muhammad and Allah have already done that. So here we see another example of something that seems to be heartwarming, but in truth, may promise something, but delivers absolutely nothing. Thank you.